Welcome to Friendly Fires with Justin and Emily, where we discuss hard-hitting topics and stay friendly. Welcome to this week's episode of Friendly Fires, where we're talking about expectations. Emily, what do expectations in general, like, what is your thought, like, understanding of expectations? Whoa. You you don't want... I don't know. You don't have like, like what a, is the definition? No, of like an what is your like s- understanding of expectations or like stance of expectations? I think expectations can either be really helpful or they can it can be like the make or break. If yeah. expectations aren't correctly placed or yeah. discussed. Yeah, and I think there's like I think there's a What's like a standard for, well, I guess not. I was going to say there's a standard for I don't think there is a standard. I think that's the issue. Right. And I think where I was trying to go but didn't go was there's a, like, there there's a feeling that expectations are standard, but they're different for everybody. Mm, yes. That's where I was I would going. agree with that. Right. Is like, in my expectations of a scenario are completely different than your expectations based on, hmm. I think, perception of, like, the the thing that's going on, past experience, um, how you hold yourself. Like, hmm. I think expectations is almost one of the most unique pe- thing that people have. Mm-hmm. So, can you give a scenario where expectations weren't met and why? Yeah, I mean, so, I would say, going deep real quick, first relationship um, after coming out, and actually it was before, but anyway, so my first relationship before my one currently, um, I had an expectation of how a relationship should be, right? Like how a partnership should be in my brain mm-hmm. based on what I had told myself. Mm. And that included the simple things like spending time with each other, talking to each other, um, a relationship just must a have. relationship must haves yeah. yeah and i was told on multiple occasions that i had unrealistic expectations of what a relationship should be oh yeah my and so so there was like it was it was blatant and upfront and just like very cut and dry on like my expectations versus their expectations were completely different so you said that you were told multiple times but by that one person yeah okay yeah so it was it was a five, four or five month relationship, and I like holidays. Like in my brain, you spend the holidays with your family. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I ended up at the bar on really? a holiday. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Not super fun. So there's like, I think that was like my first or biggest. I would say not first, probably, but the kind of like stands out in my brain of like. Okay, expectations are different Hmm. for everybody involved in whatever you're doing. So do you think that if there had been an upfront discussion of expectations on both parts, I mean, sometimes the other person is, (laughs) sometimes things just don't work out, right? And so do you feel like 
maybe that wouldn't have continued for as long as it did because expectations wouldn't have matched if the conversation happened early on? Or what do you think that would have looked like? I guess. I think maybe it's it was coming from, like, a place of, is it naivety? Na- na- I think you said it right. Naivety, right? Yeah, being naive. Being naive. Um, thinking that, like, this is what everybody thinks a relationship should mm. be like. So, like, I didn't even have the forethought to be like, okay, we need to have a conversation about Right, but that's what's so interesting to me is because I feel like the, those are super basic expectations. Yeah, you would think. But... <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but I think it's just like, it opened my eyes to, I think, have a more, a stance more similar to your question is like, expectations need to be talked about mm. at like at the forefront at the beginning, of anything. In the middle... Right. And well, in, in relationship, in like friendship, because I think, mm. I mean, I've seen uh, situations where friendships fall apart because a friend expects that they can call you and, and complain about every single like mm-hmm. shitty thing that happened during their day or unleash. Right. And then the other friend on the receiving end is like, I don't have the bandwidth for this. Right. But there's, like, not that conversation, Mm -hmm. and so it leads to, like... So, which then leads me to the question of how do you have healthy expectations and boundaries, but also still be able to live in a world of, like, spontaneity? I don't want to be, like, okay, I just got home, Justin, and I had the worst day. Like, do you have the ability to take this all on, or do I need to hold off? But then what am I holding in? That's then going to go... It's going to be directed at you anyway. Right. Just as an example. Yeah. No, I think I think there's room for, I would say, like, checking in. Like, if there's a day that I'm, like, I had a really crappy day, I just need to offload, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a day later, a couple days later, just be like, hey, thanks for being a sounding board. Was that okay? Like, mm. how did, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's something that I would like to work on. Mm-hmm. Just because I think there, I, I do very... I wouldn't say well, because I don't think it's good. Um, (laughs) I do very well at keeping my thoughts and feelings to myself. Mm. Not in check. To myself. Okay. Difference. Right? Is that good, though? (laughs) No. That's why I was, yeah. So, I don't speak out much. Okay. By the time that I have to. I have to. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. I wouldn't say it's too late, but it's like. Well, is it an explosion? Yeah. An explosion or a meltdown. Like. Okay. So. Could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like just because of the person I am, that it's just going to happen, mm-hmm. right? Like that, that conversation or like I'm just going to have to offload. It's just going to happen because mm-hmm. it won't happen until it gets to that point. I should check in with the person that I like offloaded on mm-hmm. afterwards and be like, I appreciate you. How did that go like for, with you? Mm-hmm. You know, because I want to know that that's a person that I can right. go to. Yeah. But I also understand your, like, spontaneity thing. Well, because I think it, um, I think that, like you said, checking in is good, but I think also we are human beings with feelings. And so I also, I mean, expectations is, let's say that it's the key factor, but there are multiple things around yeah. it that are coming into play. 
me and Justin have known each other for how long now? And so we can have a, a pretty good feel on like, okay, Emily's like this today. And so maybe my <laughs> expectation is this rather than it would be on like a normal day or whatever it is. And so I feel like with your partners and your friends and your family, like that has to come into play as well. Yeah. And a couple of my friends a few times have been like, well, you just, you know, came out of nowhere and it was really, really strong. And maybe this wasn't the healthiest response, but mine was like, well, do you know who I am and can you read and are you one of my friends? Because if that was the case, then I feel like I did live up to expectation. Yeah, I think I think there's like, because I don't think you're as like abrasive as you think you are all the time. That's fair, but like, I've been told all my life that I'm very abrasive. Right, but I th- like I I guess my opinion is... I feel like Justin also handles it very well. (laughs) But, well, and that might be the case, too, is, like, the abrasion, if it is there, Mm -hmm. does not affect me the same as, like, maybe the general people Mm -hmm. in your life. Um, And so maybe I'm not as aware of it. But, like, I think... I don't know. I, I agree that, like your friends should be your friends or like the people in your life should be the people in your life and they should like be there for you as a human and Mm -hmm. like however Mm -hmm. aspect you are. But I also don't like, how do you navigate that with like friends you've had for a while that are like, they're having realizations of like, oh, this isn't like the same line of like, or like we're not the same people. Mm-hmm. Or you're realizing, like, oh, I need people that are just, like, willing to work through my abrasive days or mm-hmm. my days that I'm not talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I think that's the difficult part is, like, when do you decide to, like, either adjust your expectations of, like, friendships or relationships or to be, like, cool, not working out. Yeah, I literally, I was just thinking because um, people come and go in life, which is just a normal fact of it all. Um, And I think with friendships or what I have learned the last couple of years is people that you're super close with may have gone through this life altering situation. And then all of a sudden they're acting unusual Mm -hmm. to what they used to act like and I had this conversation with a friend recently and they were like you know the norm or the expectations that you had me had of me before likely it won't fit anymore because I'm going through a huge change and a lot of growth or blah 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 and so that's not going to look the same and so then I think at that point it really is based off of okay well here's my expectations And just because yours are different, no big deal. But, like, at that point, we might be separating just because we're on very different paths. And I think as, like, people our age, how do you deal with that? Because, like, I feel like we're at the point where we still have friends from when we were kids, Mm -hmm. you know, to some extent. Yeah. Right? How do you – and I've had to, like – come to this realization recently um like how do you decide that for friends that you've had forever Mm -hmm. right like i just i I don't know how to like navigate that it was a kind of not an epiphany but an aha moment 
at some point because I did freak out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not meshing with the majority of my friends anymore. And that terrifies mm. me because that's comfortable. And like, I've had all these great experience and these memories with these friends. But as I've grown older and gone through a couple different phases of life with different people, I think you really just have to hold on and be content with the memories that you had with Mm. that person. And then being able to love them from afar is a huge thing. Um, Because, like, I had a friendship where we were inseparable for probably five years. And then all of a sudden it was just a really quick pitchfork. And we went very different, different ways. And I think that person struggled a little bit. And I was like, but I have no animosity. I still love you. But what I want my days to look like and how I want to personally look in the next year, two, three, is very different from where you want to go. And I don't want to be, I don't want you to get upset at me just because I don't want to go do that thing or be around those people. Mm. And I feel like the courtesy should go both ways. And so, again, love you to death, and I hope you find everything that you're looking for. And I would hope that you hope the same for me. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's, like, for our generation, I would say, we are at this, like, cusp of, like... The, the the line is being drawn very thick on, like, mm-hmm. what people are doing with their life currently. Yeah. Right? Like, I do not associate and I don't – I'm not on the same, like, wavelength as the people that are my age that are still going out, like, during the week. Like, right. I can't do that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it I just <laughs> does not work in my brain. But I'm also – want to hold on to that like mm-hmm. mid 20s every once in a while spontaneity yeah. like get to like go and be an idiot mm-hmm. like and it's hard to find people that have that same understanding yeah and like expectation of a friendship right mm-hmm. like either you have people that that's what they do mm-hmm. or you have people that i'm like leaning towards more and more as you know things get I get older is like we just don't do that anymore and it's mm-hmm. like okay, <laughs> you're where, like wait I'm kind we, of in the middle we, yeah where do we go <laughs> like that I, I totally feel in the middle and like how do you how do you make friends with that mm-hmm. kind of like situation because mm-hmm. then you're like well I really like you but I can't go out mm-hmm. every All day the of the time. week <laughs> or I like journey. I really enjoy you but I need to like at least go to like dinner once in a while and you you know like And so, is it, same thought process, is it awful to have kind of a different group of friends or a friend that, this friend loves to go out ever? I think so. All the time. And I'll go join once in a while. Yes. Like, maybe once a month. This friend loves to eat out all the time. I'll go join every once in a while. This friend loves to, like, hunker down and get crap done. Great. I'll hang out with that person from time to time. I think so. And I think that's, like... I feel successful in my relationship for that reason because mm-hmm. I found a person that I can do that with, mm-hmm. right? Like, he understands that I can go and, like, go out, you know, and go do my thing. Yeah, Sure as hell is not his thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're both happy with, like, staying low-key and, you know, staying in for the weekend. Yeah. So, but I think it's fully possible to find 
mm-hmm. people that meet all of those. Mm-hmm. But I think where expectations come into play in that is that those people mm-hmm. have to be okay yeah. with but understanding that own. you are not that person or mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. or, you know, like... I'm going to go out on, like, a Saturday, but nobody talked to me on Sunday, <laughs> and we might go to dinner on Tuesday. Right. You know, like. Do you think that maybe through middle and high school, people get so used to the idea that we're around each other all yes. of the time? And so then it's like a forced reconstruction in your brain that that's just not the case when you're older. And so maybe, I don't know, when I explained earlier about how you have different friends for different things, I feel like some people think of that as like an icky thing, but I think it's reasonable. I think it's healthy. And I, I can fully relate to that feeling. Like literally there was, I was probably in my either last semester or like, no, 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 no. It was probably five, six months into moving here. Mm -hmm. So I, backstory, graduated college in December, moved here like two weeks later um and moved away from montana moved away from family like big jump right so a lot of changes yeah and um so i had a realization probably like six months in that was like making friends without structure Mm -hmm. sucks Mm -hmm. like through element preschool elementary school high school college you have forced interaction with people right right? like you get put into classes you have to do group projects Mm -hmm. you you know like it's required almost and that stops Mm -hmm. literally stops as soon as you leave academia right i mean co-workers are different but that then you go into like we are in a field Mm -hmm. of majority older people still Mm -hmm. like like there's expectations and like i think the the scale is tilting the other way more and more but like my coworkers, the closest person to my age is 40 (laughs) that's a bit of a gap yeah so it's like it's hard even when you're going into professional world Mm -hmm. to make friends as Mm -hmm. like the people our age yeah because even your co-workers aren't like in the same realm as you are and i think that takes intentionality Mm -hmm. in all honesty because again it's easy to sit in the comfortable and to just hang out well you were kind of forced because you moved and so whole new but for somebody who grew up in a specific area and is now like working in that same area but still growing personally I think you go through a phase where it's like you almost feel obligated to stick around these people Mm. but something inside of you is like "Mm, it's time to go to the next level Mm -hmm. and they might follow eventually they might get there and and not to say like never see them again don't talk to them anymore like that is for you to judge but I I think for me personally if I'm feeling something inwardly if I don't deal with it sooner rather than later then it's going to be an outward expression Mm -hmm. that that is going to force the divide and maybe not as healthy as a way as it could have been done prior yeah definitely um let's talk about self-expectations this is like where this idea came from uh to talk about this topic So I am a firm believer that we as humans have expectations of ourselves that stem from reasons outside of us, our personality, 
or what we want. So that being said is like, when you look at your expectations of where you should be, should is a word that drives me nuts, but where you think you should be or where you feel that you are quote unquote behind what? totally using something I brought up the other day. Oh no. Oh yes, I am. And that, I mean, that's where I came from, but like, how do you gauge that? I think it's gauged based off of feeling, but whether that feeling is correct or not is something different entirely. What do you mean? If I feel like I want to be five years from now, then that's, that's my feeling. But Justin my- came back and was <laughs> he was like, I think, I said, I want to be there. I want to be five years from now. And he said, I don't think you want to be. And I said, well, why? I, I'm saying I want to be. Would- and he said, I think that you would miss all of the parts in between. And I said, well, maybe, but I don't, I don't really think I had a solid reply because I didn't really like his answer. <laughs> but I don't know. Yes, I agree. And probably if I did skip five years ahead, it wouldn't even really look like I wanted it to look like because there are a million different right. little growth things that happen in between that I am not foreseeing now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think where like this is coming from is like, there was a definite point in my, I would say growth into I don't know, my current state, I would say that... I was very hard on myself for not being where I thought I should be, mm-hmm. not realizing mm-hmm. that that's not where I thought I should be. It's where literally everything around me thought I should be. Right. Right. And and it was, I mean, it was my own doing. I saw the people around me mm. where I technically should be because it took me longer to graduate school or... I was working part-time, like, in a weird job. Like, I don't know. Like, I saw things that I was not probably happy with. hmm And I was like, well, in <laughs> a year or two, I, this will be different. And, yeah. you know, like, and it came from a place of, like, standards and expectations that I was setting on myself mm-hmm. that had to do with other people's experience. Mm-hmm. So, I think, to a degree, or I guess, what is your view on, I think we have some people around us, few, probably, who are beneficial in helping push us forward, and then there's the unhealthy expectations Mm. that come. So, how do you manage both? Because I feel like there's always going to be... I think I think where it comes from for me is not a feeling of I see that person and I want to be where they are, right? Okay. It's having people mm. that will clear the path for me to end up where I'm going mm-hmm. on my own, right? So I would say, like, my current position is a pretty clear aspect of that so I basically fell into this position like it was thrust upon me basically and um I 
I don't think I have like a role model for how I want to operate. Does it kind of excite you in a way? It does, but I don't think I could do it and get to where I think it should be if I didn't have people in my corner Mm. that were like, okay, just do it. Like, or like, okay, this is where you see where you should be. Mm -hmm. How do you get there? Mm -hmm. Like, what, what do you need to do to get to where you think you should be? Right. The healthy questions. Yes. So do you, you feel right now in your life that it's a really healthy balance of people that are more helping guide rather than push? Right. I don't have, and it's not coming from here. Like Mm -hmm. my feeling on where like I should be Mm -hmm. is not coming from like a internal place, I guess. Mm -hmm. I would say I'm happy Mm -hmm. um, with like where my life sits currently Mm -hmm. um and so I think that has something to do with it like where where I feel like the expectation of myself to be somewhere else or doing somewhere else or doing something else comes into play is when I'm not content Mm -hmm. with what's happening and I think maybe that's healthy right is like okay if you're not happy how do you get out of that What's your encouragement for that person that feels like they're not in the healthy part of that and instead not even in a toxic position, but maybe just like the voices in their heads are really loud. I think maybe evaluating the reasons why you feel like you should be in a different position or somewhere else in life or right, like evaluating the the drivers behind those feelings because mm-hmm. some of them are valid, right? Mm-hmm. If you're like in a shitty situation and you're like, I need to get out of this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not good. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to maybe change jobs because my mental is not good. Mm -hmm. Like, I think some of that's valid. I think when you're evaluating and you're saying like to yourself, I should, I should be where this person is. I think that's where it gets toxic is like when you find a key person or key like topic that you're like, I'm supposed to be hmm. where that person is. Mm-hmm. Then it gets messy because yeah. then you're holding yourself to standards An about somebody else standard. that you have no control over, right? So, like, I think it goes back to our question last or conversation last week is like, what can you control, and what can you not control? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> Um, I want to talk a little bit about unrealistic standards. Okay. Um, and this came about years ago when I, I was always somebody who like asked really difficult questions just to do it. Just to like, even I was not even necessarily in a position to banter back and forth on this topic, but I would just ask it anyway. But marriage came up. And he was like, oh, well, you shouldn't have this super expensive wedding and then take her on this crazy honeymoon because then it gives off this unrealistic expectation. And I was like, that is so untrue. Mm-hmm. I said, depending on what your relationship has looked like at this point, like if we're living regularly, but we saved and like put a lot of work into right. this wedding. But then as time has gone on, not necessarily that situation, but I think there are unrealistic expectations placed on us or us on others 
And I think then we get in trouble, but then sometimes we have to look in the mirror and be like, but I didn't handle that situation super well, or that person really had no idea of what my Mm. intent was. And so I think that's where conversation and communication, which I think last generations are parents per se versus our generation, like older generation, not super communicative. Well, and like their idea of like talking. True. Is I. (laughs) I just like, I I don't even, because when I, obviously, when I'm going to sit down and talk about something, Mm -hmm. it's start to finish right it's like okay where did we start with what's our feelings or whatever what caused them Mm -hmm. there may be a little look back at like some frustrations that led up to it yeah but there's always a resolution because Mm -hmm. if you don't work like if you don't resolve it yeah and i think resolution is unique and like there's different ways to resolve things but if you don't resolve what's going on that's not a conversation that's not communication Mm -hmm. right so you can either resolve by like dealing with it up front and like being like i screwed up or i totally understand how can we move forward or just be like i don't really know right now Mm -hmm. but i am gonna think about it yeah and you know we're gonna talk about it's a healthy way to move forward right and our parents i think are completely different so parents but i was gonna bring parents into it is i feel like depending on the parent okay i'm not right But, like, I, my parents had unrealistic expectations that I felt like for us was just, you just have to figure it out. Like, this is my expectation of you. And it's Mm -hmm. like, but where does that stem from? Mm -hmm. And where, when was I told that? Right. And more so, it's just in them guiding and disciplining. And by the words that they use, that you figure out, like, oh, they didn't like that. But, like, they like this. But then when I feel like the communication is, is not had, then instead of me finding a way to, like, do it correctly, I just find a ring around. Mm, like, if you yeah. aren't happy with that <laughs> response, but right. I can still get what I want by this response, then yeah. I'm just going to do that. And so I feel like in our generation now, communication of just expectations as a whole, I think those things do have to happen. Yeah. I think, I think they're critical clear. if you want things to continue down a good road. And I think they need to be clearer than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think being told, okay, this is my expectation of you, mm-hmm. but not why yeah. this is an expectation, where this expectation is coming from, mm-hmm. or, you know, like, I think in general, yeah. especially, I mean, I feel it in work, it, it being in a place where I have to figure out our own goals is hard. Mm-hmm. Right, like like that self-driven, like yeah. making up what you're accomplishing. Mm-hmm. And I think you're in a similar boat because you're in charge of your right. outcome, right? Yeah, that's a lot of freedom mm-hmm. and responsibility at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, and I think there's good and bad to having more structure. Yeah, in those situations, to where like interpersonal like relationship, I think. It's absolutely important that those lines are drawn very clearly. Mm-hmm. Expectations are set very clearly. Mm-hmm. Because I think where the difference between like our generation and prior generations is like there was this thought forever 
that, well, you should know what I'm thinking. Right. And that's literally impossible. <laughs> like, no matter how many expectations you've, or, like, experiences you've had with a person. Right. Or however long you've been married or yeah. however long you've been friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going through in that moment or thinking in that right. moment. Or what might be causing a reaction that I'm not aware of. Mm. Right? And so you, like, I think sitting down and being like, I just need you to, like, if you're feeling something, come out and say it up front to my face. Yeah. So I don't have to guess. Because I think that's where, like, I can get myself in trouble is, like, assuming that mm-hmm. I did something mm-hmm. or, like, I hurt a person or, like, affected their mm-hmm. feelings. I think is, like, that's where I get in trouble. I think, especially, like, internally, like, I, like, beat myself up mm-hmm. in that aspect. So just tell me. Like, literally right. just be like, you just piss me off. And then we'll figure it out. And like then we'll figure it out. You know? I think I think that was missing in generations prior to ours. No, I would agree. Yeah. Because like I said, if it's not if there's not a a path that's created on how to move forward, then I'm just gonna figure out a way that maybe kinda makes you non complacent anymore mm-hmm. and I still got my little win, but I had to deal with your yeah whatever right. for a second yeah so yeah i i also think it's so liberating to expect less of people it is really <laughs> you know like i and not 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 to like give up but no, just to like but not expecting as much and then not taking things personal yeah that's those two yeah can be very frank. Well, and especially because those, I think those go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you have an expectation of somebody and mm-hmm. it's like, this person is going to treat me nice mm-hmm. because I am nice to them. Right. And then that does that expectation is not met. Right. And it falls back on you. That's like, well, what did I do? Like, mm-hmm. that I, I constantly go to that place is mm-hmm. like, well, what did I do wrong? Right. Maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Right. Like, maybe... Likely like, <laughs> you didn't do right. anything wrong. Yeah. So, it's just... I think expectations, especially, like, I mentioned the word should. Like, yeah. Like, it, nobody should do anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, did they mm-hmm. treat you like shit? Or did they, like, have you received amazing, mm-hmm. like, things from them? Like... Yeah. They shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I don't know. I weird... really liked what you said about the introspective relationship that you have with yourself and like expectations that you put. But I also think that if, <laughs> I mean, expectations change and grow as time goes on. But if you're in a certain stage of life to where like, hey, here's the expectation and here's all the reasons why. Right. Then it's healthy, beneficial, and freeing if you live up all to those expectations. And like I said, it might be for a short time frame. But like we can't always look at other people and be like, well, you failed at my expectation and that makes me right. unhappy. Sometimes it's I failed at my expectation. Right. Don't, don't live in it. Don't right. be like, I suck. We all yeah. do sometimes, <laughs> but let's not like tomorrow's a new day. Right. Next, the next minute is the next minute. Like what can I do to get back on track? Yeah. Well, and I, th- I think there's like this difference between expectations and like, 
I would say goals, right? Like, as humans, we want to continually, like, evolve and get better and succeed. Right. And there's a way to do that without holding yourself to a standard that's, like, not... Unrealistic. Yeah, not attainable, right? Like, if I'm always chasing to be, like, the next best person or, like, Mm. whatever, I... It's never going to happen. Like, you're, mm-hmm. there's always going to be something that you find that's, like, doesn't match this. Or, like, mm-hmm. I didn't meet that or requirement or whatever. But I think there's there, you can have goals. Mm-hmm. You can have, like, personal goals of being, like, well, I want to be successful. Right. Like, I want to hopefully be able to retire by, like, 50. Yeah. Might be nice. Um, Might be nice. I want to be able to travel. So that – I feel like that drives – development Mm -hmm. way better than being like well i should have to i have yeah or just like i should be in this position because people i see that are living the lives that i want to live or like here or you know like i think i think where like where my strong stance comes from it is like setting expectations for yourself based on other people Mm -hmm. is different than setting expectations for yourself Mm -hmm. for where you feel like yeah you know you want to go So I kind of want to sum up this episode in, like, your personal, based off of life right now, view on expectations. Okay. And then I'll give mine. Okay. Um, So I think expectations are healthy when you're not holding yourself to standards of other people. Mm -hmm. I think they're healthy when you have a goal behind them, Mm -hmm. not just because of where you are unhappy with, right? Like, I think there's a difference between being unhappy in your situation and wanting to do better to get to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, And so I think it's, there's a fine line between, like, expectations, goals, and, like, unrealistic expectations, I feel like. Because at, at a certain point, you have to have some sort of expectation of how right. things go out or like are going to work out. But like where they come from, I think is the biggest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my biggest struggle with expectations right now um, is kind of what Justin pointed out last week is I am looking at a couple of key people and being like, I want to reach this and I want to reach this and I want to reach this. But then on like a daily point, it's kind of exhausting. And there are hills and valleys on a daily basis because it's like, okay, this day I did good. Mm. And I hit, I did, I worked out, I read, I journaled, I Mm. ate well, I studied for this, I did this, I hung out with this person, I made this connection. But then at the end of the day, I'm exhausted because Mm. I gave (laughs) it all. And then for the next two days, I'm depleted. And so then we're in a valley. Right. And then we have a good day, we're on a hill, and then it's in a valley. And so... In my personal development of me and my expectations and just, like, things that I'm learning and growing right now is to find the happy medium of it's great to have aspirations and expectations of yourself, but let's make them attainable and let's do better about enjoying the moment and where we are and taking in all of the lessons and just experiences 
and just knowing that when we get there, that'll be when we're supposed to get there. Right, like taking the peaks and valleys mm-hmm. and finding the intersect of them both. Yes. Just kind of like coasting up the hill. Yeah. Instead of... Because it's just debilitating yeah. to be like that so yeah. often. Yep. All the time. Yay. Thanks for... Thank you. Um, we'll be back next week and we don't know what we're talking about yet. Bye.